0: core is brought to you by you yeah that's right you go to patreon.com slash core show and help us out today
2: look just between you and me i'm not a huge fan of shrimp it's the heads Mm -hmm. this is core.
0: my house from out there. Oh man, Junkrat, that's all Bo's been playing all week is Junkrat. We should... That's true. Yeah, we should talk about that actually at some point in the show because I don't know what happened there, but you got a real love note going back and forth in class with Junkrat. And uh, I don't know, little, 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 never late than never? No, better late than never.
3: I mean, <laughs> you might even say he's my new main. Oh my gosh, dude. Oh, that's
1: a
0: huge jump. <laughs> that is a
3: big For- jump yeah he's my new main for you know three days until i find something else to play that's kind of how there. it works yeah. but
0: yeah you go main to main but still i think it's an interesting uh thing because it's not around as launch time which is a little weird for you but we'll we'll get to that here in a minute hi everybody welcome to core this is the heroes of the storm podcast that we do my name's scott this is bo and john and we're here today to to bring it to you to set it before you and have a big plate of yummy tasty heroes news knowledge and fun to uh, jam down your gullet and uh uh, not excrete until probably 12 hours or so from now. So enjoy, and we hope you do. All right, here's the deal.
1: <laughs> I like all these catchphrases. This all, all bad. they so good. The instance had, <laughs> so you don't have to. Uh-huh. And we as Core have, it's the one with us on it.
0: <laughs> it's the one with us on it. It's so <laughs> memorable. You'll never forget it. You know, I mean, here, in fact, here, I'll I'll really boost it up. It's the one... No, wait. It's the one with us on it. There. All right. Coin's been turned in. Well, Hold on. Uh, let's get to it. So, all right. We all try a new hero when it comes out, right? This isn't about the thing with Bo and his new love affair with, with Junkrat. But sometimes they stick. Sometimes they don't. Sometimes we're super into them when they hit. Sometimes uh, a week later we're like, ah, I don't know. Sometimes we don't like him right away. And, um, you know, like John, it was about a week for him to get into the Kalthos. Or the, um, the other one, uh, the other KT, the uh, Kareem Kelthazad. Kelthazad. For you He's to get calling
1: in. Kareem? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm in a mood tonight. Uh, yes, the new KT, we'll say. And it took a little while, but you got back into him. So, what is the thing that makes you decide this character is one I'm going to put a ton of time into? Like, what is it about them? And, and when does that kick in as the bigger. Uh, the bigger question so like we got the announcement of Maeve shower curtain this week she's coming mm-hmm. out she's on the PTR in fact and we've seen her development video we know what she's uh, capable of and what her kit looks like we're going to talk about that at length here in a minute but uh, I knew the second I saw her that John is all up in this because I think he's got a thing for night elf lady people uh, to the point that it doesn't matter who they are or what they do <laughs> John's going to play that character no matter what. Now, this is just an assumption from me, but that's an example. All right. The thing that grabs us, the thing that grabbed me about um, uh, Stukov and still still resonates with me is he's a little sad. There's something about him that I like that he's kind of sad and and doesn't really want to be doing this like he has been reduced to a kind of a monstrosity very much against his wishes And even when he gets resurrected in the game and comes back to the Nexus after a death, he says, let's get this over with. Or uh, talks about how briefly it seemed like he was free of this horrible, this horrible existence because he had died for a little while. Like it's super depressing and kind of dark. And I really like him for that. I don't necessarily always like dark things, but I like this idea that he's a little, he's a little bit damaged. And that attracted me to him as a character. Then what really brought me in were the mechanics of his of his kit. Because I don't, I think no matter how good your setup is, unless you're having fun playing them, then kind of what's the point? Um, John and I have talked on the show a bunch of times about how, for us, uh, the big draw in the early days of this game was probably Tyrael being in the game. And I, I'm still at the point where I think he is one of the coolest characters in all of the Blizzard franchises, but I don't think he's nearly as fun as he should be to play in the actual minute to minute gameplay so that's an example of the other side where I was sort of put off on a character so let's just go around a little bit and uh and talk about this And I'm sure listeners are gonna um have some feedback on this maybe some people in the chat want to pipe up about what grabs you when you're playing a new character you see a new character even if it's just from the announcement like sometimes is that enough so so Bo what do you uh, what do you want when 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 uh, when the when the thing just starts to crank and you and you get a whim that there's something new coming out, what do you grab onto?
3: When I went for a new hero, mm-hmm. uh, just that wow factor, that coolness, I think is really important. Yeah. That's what grabs me for any character that I really want to play intensely. Mm-hmm. Is they have to do something I feel is cool or trolls the other team pretty hard. Okay. Now <laughs>
0: the reason I started with you is because I wanted to ask it it. How do I put this? Ultimately, gameplay is everything, right? Like you want to have fun while you're playing it. But even you, you're the most seasoned among us. I think you've got the most hours under your belt. You're the highest ranked in this in this group. Like there's a lot of lot of reasons why you could look at Bo and say, okay, he's he's the preeminent core player of the host. We're all,
3: we're all of equal standing here. This oh no no, I don't, I don't I don't yeah,
0: I don't mean to say that you you <laughs> use you abuse your position, but but you know what I mean? Like that that I think that's an accepted truth. Now, that being said, you'd think that somebody like you or like Kyle, I don't know if he's listening, um would approach a new character or any character with a more mathematical approach and go, "Well, I wonder how he'll do in these five scenarios with this particular comp and the current meta." Like all of that talk It sounds like you are like the rest of us. You go, oh my gosh, garage hell screen throws dudes behind him. I'm in like it. Sometimes all it takes is that cool factor and not necessarily, you're not looking at him uh, for his long-term performance review, right? No,
3: it's, it's almost like two different layers. Like I have two minds. Like I have the, I'm going to hero league. What are my main characters, which are usually not the characters I have fun with in quick match that, I actually like better like i'm playing a ton of quick uh junk rat yeah i'm not gonna i'm not gonna bring him i'm not gonna play him in hero league i don't think i don't think he's that good and i don't think i'm that good with him it's not worth the effort but i love to play him so i'm you know i've been playing a lot of quick match this past week and unranked because i just kind of want to right now i want to play the heroes i feel like playing yeah tons of Abysser. Abysser can be played like in hero league but I don't want to be that guy. I'd rather be playing a more a hero that I'm more consistently winning with because winning is when in that context, more fun than playing the hero. I find fun. Yeah. And, yeah. and so, you know, I've been playing a lot of Junkrat, and if I find something, I might latch onto it and try bringing it into hero league. Um, I don't think what I found with Junkrat necessarily is, is viable, but, right. Um, but he's a lot of fun. He's viable uh, for so your was, fun. He's, yeah. he's that that. As long yeah. as he's
0: viable for a good time, then you have found a character. I totally get that. Like, there's characters I like to play that I wouldn't dare pull out in one of our Team League games. Like, yeah, I, exactly. I, I either suck at it, or it's not a pick anybody's doing right now, or for a myriad of reasons. So I totally I
3: get mean, that. I want to play Chen, like, every match when I go to Hero League. I yeah. love Chen so much. Yeah. He's really the best hero. But... <laughs> He he die, can't compete. He can't he's right now in a spot where it's hard to convince teammates that he's good. It's hard to you end up getting solo tank situations or stuff and you are just outclassed. So it can be fun to play him and it's partly cuz he's a troll. Like I like the idea of just standing there and not dying. Mm-hmm. But when I start dying too much, then I'm like, well I can't I can't play this obnoxious playstyle anymore, so I can't play it. Yeah. He's
0: mostly so. into family anyway, so he's not really paying attention to his competitive side he's into <laughs> family uh John what do you uh what do you sniff what what kind of dog butts do you sniff around when you're looking for a <laughs> kind of character that they go oh actually I have an example I want to throw out and I want to I want to hear okay. you on the other side of this so John yeah. John for the longest time as soon as we got even wind that Valeria was coming or Valera yeah. Valeria I say Valeria <laughs> still when Valera was announced uh John popped off man oh my god i play a rogue and wow and i play a girl rogue and also she's cool and i when i'm playing hearthstone she's a little rad avatar and well i love rogues and she looks like the rogue for me
3: <laughs> he, all right he stopped his grinning and dropped his linen <laughs> yep,
0: yeah exactly. you stopped your grinning and dropped your linen and you jumped all over her and you said oh my gosh i can't wait and then i noticed a drop off pretty abrupt one like you just kind of stopped playing her I don't think that ever changed your love for the core character or who she is or you know what she represents but it seems like she the the luster of the this is going to be my new artanis did not hang for you so I'm curious where you come on that particular character and then anything else you want to say about what you know attracts you to these characters in the first place
1: uh, so with her specifically I I think this is correct to say I think this was before heroes 2.0 so the thing that made me stop playing her was I got her to 10. Because mm-hmm. that's just what you did back in the day. You got him to 10 and then you dropped him. You said, I'm done with you for now. Um, but she also, I, I think everything we've said so far is accurate. I don't think that there is anybody who, you know, it, you can love a character so much, but just know they're wrong for the situation. You know, right. they're they're not a good hero for what you've got going on and it's been hard to find a place for her when we're all playing together um especially because i have a tendency to tank and she's anything but uh, so i i think there's a practicality and then there's a fun side i still would put her as one of my favorite heroes in the game but i don't get to play her very much because usually my playtime has to go other places But I think that also works both ways. I'm playing a ton of ETC right now, which I never in a million years thought I would play. But I'm playing because he's a strong meta pick for a warrior player. And I decided I needed to get good with him. So I've been putting a ton of time in there. And I actually really like the guy, uh, even though from all the stuff we're talking about right now he's a negative i think he looks goofy i think he sounds dumb i think it's kind of lame that they've built a character around their band uh there's just a lot of stuff i don't like about <laughs> etc aesthetically okay um
3: man i disagree but I, that's <laughs> okay hey, we can...
1: i i know you do but that's fine
0: yeah i mean i'm kind of uh, i'm i'm split on this one cuz uh, just just quickly to kind of solve the etc conundrum i think he's I think it's a little annoying that he's that he's the band mascot uh, and that that's somehow a character. Part of me, though, hopes that we've talked about before how the Nexus might get characters or things that aren't necessarily um, intrinsic to the other franchises. Like we might get some other weird things like this, because really, ETC is just he's not really a torn in World of Warcraft. I mean, he is, but he isn't. There's no gameplay value. There's no character lore value in it. It's just their band. And I think that's cool if they keep doing more like that in other weird creative ways. But part of me also hates that the only Toran in the game
1: <laughs> yes. is this, this is guy. It.
0: Yeah. And that bums yeah. me out. Like Bane, Bloodhoof, or some other badass Torrin should be should be in here. And I'm sure is coming. Like, you guys can't imagine a future, at least I can't imagine a future, where there isn't a number of Torans in the game. Because we're going to get there, right? But for now, right. it feels it feels weird. We've only got one. We've got one Torin, and he's a rock and roll star
1: (laughs) (laughs) yep that's what we got
0: who brings the mega death i mean it's so dumb but great but dumb and then you got one troll who's zuljin that's it no other trolls like we need some horde love in this game that isn't orc
3: hey you at least you guys have a representative there's no dranai in the game not yet that should come in there too I yeah, th- we, we need should... a
1: drenai. But what if the drenai they added in a world where there's a ton of cool dray was <laughs> goofus, the, dr- the Draenei, and he just shows up and he's like, "I'm a comic relief character. Everybody,
0: check it out. And... I'm goofus."
3: Yeah, These I mean, I... goofus. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, li- I... I mean, if it was fun, okay, let's do it. Yeah. Let's try it.
0: That's the trick, right? Because you're having fun with him, and you're effective with etc. So. You've clearly gotten over I, that barrier. I, I, I
3: like I like his aesthetic too. I don't know why it appeals to me. He so g- get this. I have all these. I'm so cool. I have all these legendary announcers. I've got Abathur and I've I got the Mechatasadar. You are cool. and I got or not Mechatasadar, but Mechaterial. And I've got um. Yeah. Did I say Abathur? I've got <laughs> Abathur. <laughs> I've got all the legendary announcers. But you know which one I use hmm. and is by far my favorite and the best one. Yeah. E t c oh man He's the I best announcer that one wow oh, yeah. that's really
0: you know i wasn't prepared for that i should have done uh <laughs> do i have something for that yeah here no, that's just like now presenting the announcer from
3: heroes of the storm <laughs> buy your loot boxes get your gems space money all
0: right i don't know i lost no, you didn't. You were right on track. I think it was good. I think I
3: think you sold people.
0: Yeah, I'm sold.
3: The etc announcer is, but you don't need another announcer.
0: I kind of agree. I mean, look, he's he is what he is. But I, you know, like there's an example of John coming around to a, a character because of gameplay or because of viability, and maybe one leads to the other, right? You know, he's viable, and then you kind of get a hang for him. You're like, oh, this guy's actually really fun to play. And I've certainly had experiences like that in the game, uh, but what draws me in is usually how cool do I think this character is in the first place? And if I'm not, yes. if I'm not into him, like Valeria for me was a no go from the get go because I just don't care about rogues. I hate saying that. Cause I have a lot of friends who play rogues. Uh, Brian <laughs> I Nibbet.
1: have a lot of real life. Rogue <laughs> friends.
0: But like you play a rogue, uh, Brian Nibbitt plays a rogue. Albeit usually dead on the floor, but whatever. It's still a rogue.
1: <laughs> I was about to say I, dead I, ones don't. I've count. got a right. I've got a
0: rogue friend at work. Right. Everyone's got a rogue friend, and they're good friends. So, so I respect it, and I also like the thief style thing in other games. I really like the way they're handled in like the Elder Scrolls series, and 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 other sort of stealthy based games where you're roguish. That's I'm into that. But for whatever reason, World of Warcraft rogues drive me crazy because they they got Christmas lights on all their knives. And they all just look like, <laughs> they're just flamboyant, you know, whoop and doo Nobody's hiding or sneaking around like that. Uh, and it drives There's no
3: role-play going on. No, it's never been oh. my thing. And I understand there's, why th- that is.
0: I get it, because you need to be as flashy as everybody else, and that wouldn't be fair if you weren't. I get it. But I don't like it, so it's never really been my thing. So for me, she just kind of came and went, because I was never interested in the original aesthetic to begin with. And I think that happens to me a lot. And I think it's hurting me. I actually think I should not do that so much like I should more I I wish I was better at like uh um who who I can't think of a character off the top of my head right now that I wish I was better at oh Sonya Sonya is boring to me but I know she's not like gameplay wise she's she's great but to me she's just the boring default character of Diablo 3 circa night and 2012. And so
1: I kind of get that. She, she kind of falls into to. that for me, too.
3: Mm-hmm. So because like, things, her, her mechanics, like, there's a combination, but they're not. It's kind of plain. It is on the vanilla side. Sure. I, I sort of I'd sort of take agree with. Whereas, so, I mean, whereas I think Li, we Lee Ming is more like,
0: you know, yo, personality, I'm sassy. <laughs> Woo. I got big balls of fire. Let's go. Like, she has a different kind of approach that I uh, that appeals to me. Sorry, John, go ahead. I cut you off. I think we
1: all kind of agree that you know gameplay is sort of the last gatekeeper for whether we're into a hero or not but Mm i want to i want to take a look at you know kind of like you said you know i'm going to be into Maya regardless of how i feel ultimately about her kit i'm going to put in the time because i'm already on board for some reason yeah so has there ever been a character that for and in the notes we got a, a list of things that for one of these kind of aesthetic reasons
2: mm. you have
1: said, Nope, I'm putting in the time I'm getting good with this character. Like Scott, you're a huge junk rat fan. Yeah. Yeah. So were you just a hundred percent on board with Junkrat, No matter like you knew that was going to be a character you sunk time into.
0: Yes. And then happy to report on the other side that he's, he remained fun and is still crazy fun. And I think he's great, but yeah, I was going to do that no matter what. That was also true of, um, uh, who's the other Overwatch character I was super interested in and now I've forgotten. You know, Overwatch. it's weird, it not It's not always. Lucio. I like Lucio a lot, actually. Yeah. But 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 then there's D.Va, who in Overwatch is one of my favorite go-to characters. I freaking love D.Va. Love, love, love D.Va. Although they need to get her rocket thing in this game because now that they have a whole new mechanic in Overwatch, you guys may not know this, but she's got, she has a whole new E ability that, uh, has a cooldown to it, but it's basically homing missiles. Oh, wow. It's oh. awesome. And it's great DPS. And if you corner somebody with them, they're really great. Anyway, she's evolved and is awesome. And I love her over there. But I have, I don't know if there's a number less than zero. I guess negative two is what I'm going to give for my desire to play her in Heroes. And I don't know why. So I should be attracted to playing that because I love her so much in the other game. And if you said, hey, Roadhog's coming, or if you said, reapers coming i get i'd be over the moon excited but for whatever reason diva didn't do it for me over here and i don't know why can't really figure that one out so i think there's some anomalies to this to this whole thing but you have a you've got categories here john you've got look lore kit openis. Oh, penis
1: <laughs> i just wanted you to say i wanted it. to oh, pause penis.
0: on oh penis yep today good song. today tom merritt kept saying peanuts and it sounded like he was saying penis on his microphone over and over and over <laughs> Today. What was the
3: context in the tech news? It was um, penis. Or not tech news, but Tom's oh, time.
0: we time. Ta- it was right after DTNS, and we were talking about the kind of foods our parents would give us versus what we wanted. Uh, and one of them was creamy peanut butter versus chunky. <laughs> Everyone wants chunky, but our parents gave us creamy. Uh, and he was always like, yeah, I want the chunky penis, the chunky penis. But my mom gave me the plain penis. She gave me the creamy penis, the creamy penis. <laughs> the creamy penis. <laughs> my mom gave me the creamy penis. <laughs> The point is
1: (laughs) I would nominate it for a show title, but I think it might get misunderstood.
0: I'm just repeating what you said. No, no, you're right. But his mic made it sound like he was saying that and it was making me die inside. But anyway, so that's not the point. So then there's role. And then there's place in the meta for me, place in the meta has zero impact on whether I'm interested in the character initially. Um, I do. I do like to be good at something that's useful though. in a in a a more serious play mode so that's not to say i ignore it but it's not the most important thing i always feel a little bummed out when they're not part of the meta or they fall out of favor that bums me out um so when i see kale thos or or Jaina, Jaina's is like a huge factor in the meta for a long time and gotta have Jaina. if you don't have Jaina, you're losing games and and then suddenly no Jaina for an entire hgc or something Mm. And that makes everybody go, oh well. Jane is not any good anywhere. She's on the, the poopy end of the stick, and that bums yeah. me out. Um, so anyway,
3: she's apparently good though. She's apparently like top tier right now. She's she back. Love her. Jane is back. She's back. Always. Apparently, she's always back. love her. But but I know the feeling because that was the that's the sort of junkrat feeling I've had even this week where I'm like, so when Junkrat came out, very excited about the character, wasn't super. My opinion of him is I wasn't super impressed with his ability to close. It seems like he kind of did the same thing as a lot of other mages kind of do where they spread their damage around but don't close anything. Yeah. But people often would still pick or play mage type characters. So then you end up with, I'm not quite a siege and I'm not quite a closer and I don't target things super great because it's kind of random. So it's really hard to find a spot. So I moved away from him and then I kind of found a way where I was enjoying playing him in quick match and stuff. Um, But it's still sad because I won't, I would love to play him in a more competitive level, but I won't. Yeah. Well, you may if and it's things. A
0: bummer. Who knows? May, I mean, you may either get to a point with him that you could, or maybe suddenly he is well. part of some crazy meta that lasts a long time. But that that particular that categorization usually doesn't affect me. Role kind of does, and I've become. Here's another thing that bums me out. There may, maybe something's wrong with me, but I like supporting, and not because it's any more fun than any other role. The satisfaction I get out of support right now is this feeling of I'm almost playing my own little mini meta game behind the scenes that when I'm doing it right, people aren't dying as a result. Like, it's a really good feeling to be in a fight knowing that if I wasn't there, wiped, we're done. There's yeah. no way we would live that, through that particular and thing. Those
3: sick, those sick pushes last week. Oh, my God. Uh, oh, so, you so were fun. like our MVP, I think, in a couple games.
1: <laughs> I don't think that was even on stream. No, it you wasn't. pushed
3: Diva out of mounting up in her mech into our towers, and we were like, yes! <laughs> it was
2: great.
0: I had two or three of those, and it was very satisfying. I can't promise I'll have those tonight, folks. We'll try. No, nah, but, but...
3: Stukov, Stukov's your boy. Like If you if, I, if I, I, were to ask me, what do you think my main is right now? I'd be like, Stukov.
0: Oh, totally. Yeah, we, just, we're
3: like, yeah. Scott, play whatever you want. I'll play support, and Stukov. But the minute I don't play a support
0: and then nobody plays a support just because we're in a quick match and we can't choose our yeah. fifth guy or something There are always matches without a support and it bums me out because not that I need the support or feel like I'm gonna lose because I don't have a healer is because I think they're so fun and people are missing out by not exploring them Um, they're not all grade a experiences but he's so good maybe it's just him it's just him it's probably just him so forget everything I said I just have a stucoff problem <laughs> Let's do. We God like also.
1: that? You like support, Scott? Yeah, that I know.
0: I realize that, and I understand that in the in the in the games that we play, certainly. I mean, not that nobody wants to support. Somebody would if they needed to or had to, but there's always that sense of well, I could be playing junk rat, but I guess all will do But for me, it's like no, no, no I'll heal. That sounds great because I there's something in it that's addicting to me. I'm getting dopamine hits from silencing, from popping clutch heels. From lots of stuff. And in Stukov's case, final hits on characters who don't expect my big giant arm to be as dangerous it is, as it is. Or me shoving them someplace with my ult or whatever. They're so satisfying, those moments. And they make me want to just keep playing him. And that's, I don't know what that means about me. But but for me, he's, he's the reason that's, that's the case. Uh, Openis, I just don't recognize it the way that, I think Bo recognizes Openis. I definitely
1: think Bo does.
0: Yeah. I mean, do you, John, do you feel like you can see it? Like, if you're in a game and you're like, oh, there's a guy who's
1: way overpowered, obviously. I try not to look for it. Yeah. It's I look for other things than O-Penis.
3: <laughs> he tries to put clouds over O-Penis.
0: Yeah. My focus is elsewhere. Sounds like a song. O-Penis. <laughs> but, but, okay, so let's talk about that. Uh, Bo, you you think that uh, Hanzo's O-P right now, right? I mean, he- I know he is.
3: Right. <laughs> but but I've known it since he was launched. Actually, not since he was launched, but when they buffed him yeah. and I tried him, I could feel it within the first game. If you suck with a hero because maybe you haven't played it in a while or have never played it before and top out on damage, at least for my barometer, there's something going on. Yeah. <laughs> it's not just because I'm incredible. It's like this thing's putting a lot of damage. Mm. So for assassins, it's pretty easy to evaluate, I think, in that regard. Mm-hmm. Um, some some characters have more hidden power that stay hidden, and those are harder to, to tease out before they become popular. But for the most part, assassins—if you're playing it poorly and you're getting top damage, there's there's an issue yeah. uh, there. And with tanks, it's just a matter of evaluating how much how much CC do they have? They have a lot; they're yeah. a good tank. Yeah, they don't have a lot; they're not a good tank. There's a reason Hanzo
0: is being banned out a lot. I mean every every group game I've been or every. Um... Uh, draft game i've been in he's banned lately who's uh hanzo he just gets banned
3: yeah yeah hanzo's ridiculous right now
0: yeah uh john, got, um, just um just too ahead.
3: many op tools
0: yeah op-ness tools op-ness tools yeah. Yeah. uh john you uh, you mentioned we talked about lore and look and all that which i know has a huge effect on what you're into at least initially but how does kit factor into who you end up liking
1: uh lunara is a good example uh, well, no, maybe she's not. I don't necessarily <laughs> love her full kit, but yeah, you have never I, liked
3: Lunara. <laughs>
1: when I no, I love Lunara. Uh,
0: when what? I <laughs> no, I think you're thinking of me. I used to tease you incessantly, Bo, for her being a uh, dear lady, and I think it was okay, me I'll... mostly that was giving. Yeah, you yeah. Her I guess Bo so. was
1: not wrong. There was a period of time where I was very anti-Lunara, but I did come
3: around. Okay,
1: I have her yeah, up okay. to like level. Fifteen or something now. Like I definitely have put time in okay. there. So. All right,
3: I, I don't want to tell you what's what. I just somehow in my brain I remember you're like, yes yeah, dear lady, I just had that in there. I yeah. forgot that you've grown as a person. Well, what was yeah, interesting about
0: better. when she came out, I remember Bo was so into her idea because you there's a there's a similar kind of character uh, in um League, and you were you'd always liked that character in League, and I remember how excited you were that we were finally getting this freaking dear lady. And it was easy to to give you a hard time. That's all I remember. Even though she's fine. I mean, she gives me headaches when I play against her. So I'm sure she's as good as everyone thinks she is, but uh, dear lady, still a, still a threat. Anyway, sorry, John, you were talking about her kit.
1: Yeah, I was, uh, I was going to say, I I don't know if it's necessarily her kit, but Lunara, the reason I ended up liking her is a hundred percent how she feels to play. Mm. Like, I don't necessarily care about her lore. She looks like a dear lady. That's fine. She kind of prances around. That's also fine. But there's a there's a feel to her character that's pretty unique that I really like. And and I guess Kit is the closest thing I can say. And what I found that got me to play more games with her was I just. Wanted it like i got done and i was like i want to play another game that felt exactly like that yeah. like that was just a good unique feeling that's only with lunara right all right there's some feelings you only get from a dear lady
0: yeah no yeah, uh, yeah spe- special feelings my mom had to talk to me about these when I was younger.
1: <laughs> yes it was educational yeah
0: she sat down and says you know sometimes you're gonna see a dear lady and uh,
1: well let me talk to you about dryads and centaurs, <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, no birds and bees in my house. It was all dryads and centaurs. Anyway, so uh, there's that.
1: Johanna was one that was pure look for me. Mm. I thought Johanna looked so cool that as soon as I saw her, I was like, that's going to be a character I made.
0: Interesting. Yeah, I'm that way with um, uh, probably Thrall. To me, it was just so cool looking. I thought that I couldn't wait to play Thrall. I think Alarak, although I don't play Alarak that often, I think Alarak's got that kind of thing where you're just like, oh my gosh, that guy... Is so cool. And typically it's start the StarCraft characters, despite StarCraft being kind of the the least game I play in the Blizzard Pantheon. I love the StarCraft characters so much. I see one, I just get excited. Even stupid Probius, I got excited. Yeah. So
3: and he's not stupid. He's, he's fine. He's fine. Probius is still exciting. When I see him in Hero Select, I'm like, oh, it looks awesome. Yeah. But then I play it and I'm like, meh. He's all right. This he's looks, fine. Yeah. He's okay.
0: He does his things. He has stuff. He'll get reworked. It'll all be fine. Um, well, anyway, any other thoughts, uh, on this particular, uh, subject matter? It's
3: a fun little, a fun little no, except Yeah. Don't, you know, if you are some, I played a game, uh, with a level 197 tracer yeah. uh, against oh gosh. What the heck? quite good at tracer, but <laughs> literally played, <laughs> literally played no other character it was yeah. like level two on one and level one, the rest, like didn't own them so i'm just gonna say enjoy the game how you want but try the other characters like they're fun to play too you'll find something else you don't have to be i don't get that kind of thing where people just play one one hero so this is me judging you if you're listening sorry yeah, thank no, you it's for it's your fun. patronage it's, it's totally fun <laughs> this is me quietly judging you only i mean i character.
0: couldn't do that although i have a lot of characters i don't play or haven't well it's only a handful i haven't touched at all but that's different from you. You've played everybody to some degree. John's played almost every. Character. Imagine
3: you only played. Sorry, <laughs> no. Imagine you only played.
0: <laughs> Did you just say no to your? Cough? Yeah, I'm just
3: sick of coughing. <laughs> Stop it. Um, imagine you only played like Jaina, and that's it yeah. for the rest of your time playing heroes. I couldn't like, do it.
0: Yeah, I would no ruin. Fury's
3: okay, he's got a chicken dance. You got to do something. Yeah, else. you
0: got to play somebody else. I know that Tracer's cool. In fact, I'd love her in Heroes. And it's funny because I didn't love her in Overwatch, but I really like her in Heroes, but that's not all you want to do. Do more than that. 175. Good Lord.
3: That's 197. 97. Almost 200. What? Yeah. And level two something. Literally, it's Tracer of the Storm for this person. I'm going (laughs) to log into Heroes today and play the one character I own, I guess, and and just do that. I guess And I can see why. It's only a quick match player, so... Sure. Tracer can kind of stomp a lot, so I get it, but... It's more to the game. Than that's I, a good reminder, though, good.
0: that the player base isn't all a big homogenous same group of sameys. You know, everybody's playing a different way, and he is oh. definitely playing a very different way. Um, yeah. Also, if he's at a con and you are dressed like Tracer, just be careful because this guy—I don't trust him. <laughs> I don't know what. Maybe maybe a little too into a Tracer. little too into Tracer, if you know what I am saying. Arms length, everybody. You know, just that's all I mean. All right, hey, let's get to my Ev. As we know, she's known uh, among her cohorts in Azeroth as a shower curtain lady. And uh, she's got this dumb outfit she wore in Warcraft 3. It evolved a little bit in World of Warcraft, but still looked real dumb. But now it actually looks cool. I'm going to admit, it looks cool. Here's a Oh my just, gosh. Yeah, it's pretty rad. At least this they, iteration of it, it looks they really They won
1: good. you over, Scott. Yeah. I'm so excited.
0: I'm showing it the chat room again. It is for sure rad. Oh, it's so cool. It is. I mean, it is cool it is but look what they've toned down john they've i'm showing the chat room so you can't see this but they've toned down everything about that old outfit it's like this great new armor that isn't so ridiculous and over oversized uh the cloak doesn't look so dumb hanging off of it she's just a badass now so i've come around this is good this is the right you know what this is this is like li ming this is like uh Oh my gosh, um, Zuljin or uh, yeah, Zuljin. Uh, name another character. I can't think of any off the top of my head, but some of them come over way better looking than the thing they're based on. Not always. Sometimes Chen, it... yes, Chen. Chen. Oh my god, Chen's great. I
3: went back from Heroes to Chen to play. Um, what's the last expan- uh, what Legion. Wait? Legion. There you go. Um, <laughs> I was gonna say Warlords of Legion. And Chen, I'm a monk, so Chen's in my uh, class order hall or whatever. Yeah. He looks terrible. Oh, my God. It's so hard to look at him. Yeah. It's not even cool. It's horrifying. I'll tell you what he looks looks like.
0: I have the replica. Not that this is anywhere near as cool as that statue behind John, but I have the Chen replica over here somewhere. that came out just prior to Pandaria. Blizzard sent me one. It's about, I don't know, about this big. And it's got the, you know, it's his traditional black kind of ninja looking clothes and the long staff with the beer thing hanging on it. It's a very traditional one with the hat and stuff. And you put that up next to a screenshot of that same skin in the game. It's almost hard to tell that there's a difference. But in the Warcraft iteration of him, he doesn't look anything as cool as that. But in Heroes, beautiful. Looks great.
1: Look up Uther in World of Warcraft if you want the most shocking, like, that's who? Yeah, (laughs) Like, it's bad.
0: Yeah. Rhaegar is like that. Um, So is, who's the other orc? Um, Oh, uh, um. What's his name? Uh, the hunter. I can't think of his name all of a sudden. What's wrong with me? It's the bear. Uh, Misha. The, Rexar. Rexar. Rexar looks terrible in World of Warcraft. Terrible.
1: Yeah. There's, there's a lot of jankiness when you go over there. Uther looks like, hello, I just came back from a cosplay convention. <laughs> I got this at a budget.
0: <laughs> For sure. He's like a thousand polygons less than he is in Heroes. So, so all of that stuff looks really good. And I'm really, really, I'm, I'm won over by Maiev's, uh, appearance she looks great so that's that's enough for me to kind of now start getting excited let's talk about her kit her trait vault of the wardens here's what she does another another jumper and like we don't have enough jumpers in the game anyway leap into the air becoming immune to all hostile effects for 0.75 seconds uh passively maev has 15 armor so you use the d i assume that has a cooldown right you can't just
1: yeah i think it's like a six or seven second cooldown
3: short yeah also worth noting it's not mentioned here but it's important to note if you don't know doesn't jump or increase your movement speed by any stretch oh interesting So it's not like genji or hanzo where you can move around with it Mm -hmm. you move at walk speed while you jump in the
0: air showing the chat room a screenshot of it that they sent over in a press kit and it's kind of hard to tell what she's doing but in in motion it looks really it looks really cool um, it's
3: got that you know what it has it has that exaggerated overwatch feeling to it mm-hmm. you know how like if you freeze frame overwatch somewhere you'll get these weird faces and yeah, stuff yeah because that's the way they do the animation it has yeah. that feel to it yeah like a,
0: like motion blur and stretch and weird stuff yeah. like that and they were actually it's like stukov swipe a little bit and that whole like yeah. uh it's almost like anime like great
3: beach. yeah exactly <laughs> did we do we talk about how it's called vault of the wardens no that's hilarious because that's a that's a place (laughs) they took a place and they made it (laughs) the jump which i think is it's great worth spending you should buy this with your money (laughs) just because of that one pun
0: no i agree i think it's
3: really funny it's really i just
1: want to be in that conference room where somebody comes in and is like i got a name vault of the wardens
0: yep she um,
2: jumps
0: I li- <laughs> and then
1: just throws a marker down on the whiteboard and walks out.
0: Have we heard anything to the effect that this passive or this not passive, this trait will let her, will she be immune to like ETCs, mosh pit and things like that? Like if she times uh, it right? Uh,
3: yeah. I mean, assuming she's in that area, uh, she's immune to all hostile effects.
0: So if she hits so that, literally everything, if she hits that and then gets out of there within those three quarters of a second, she yeah. should be immune to it. That's pretty yeah, crazy. That's right. It
3: but if she's in it she can't press the button so it's right but yeah in theory you're it's correct
0: okay i'm very curious to see some i mean this is clearly one of those replay shot or replay uh traits they're hoping for some really wacky moments which uh stream really well (laughs) so
3: i mean you know like kelt fires out a chain and it's like oh no it's about to get chained oh with the flip and doesn't get chained or no combo something like that yeah good point yeah
0: Uh, her queue is called fan of knives it's as if they went to John's house and said John what would you like uh, on your pizza and you said I'd like fan of knives (coughs) knives. please Um, and they said sure no problem it's 180 damage to enemies in a crescent area in front of her so it's not a swirl around and do a 360 degree thing Uh, you hit at least three enemy heroes with fan of knives that reduces its cooldown to 0.5 seconds so you do have to hit three enemy heroes to do that but that's pretty cool and it refunds its cost in mana. So I really like the idea of using that in bunched-up scenarios. Um, but it looks good, and it actually looks cool. It doesn't just look stupid or look like a reuse of, you know, a, a partial Vala ult or something. It looks like its own thing, uh, which I think is important in there as well. So, John, is that the Phantom Eyes you wanted, from what you can tell?
1: Uh, They've certainly changed it from what it was originally but i think it's very cool i think it's a good interpretation of it you know back in the day it was just she spun in a complete circle and threw knives out in a circle around her and that's okay this feels like a nice evolution to where it's you know it's evolved from what it was sure
0: like a lot of stuff in the game that makes sense um umbrella blind is her w her next basic attack or yeah, yeah. Um, umbrella. Blind. Did I say
1: umbrella? Sha- Sean Connery used it against some birds in the last <laughs> Indiana Jones movie. Oh my God.
0: <laughs> I thought that was in the rock. Wait a minute. What am I thinking of? No, you're right. It Sean is. Indiana Connery did Jones. nothing to birds in the rock. No, you're right. You left right. the birds alone. You're right. You're totally right. I, in my head, if I close my eyes and picture it, he's running with the, the thing, but he's er, with an umbrella And he's opening it up and down and chasing birds away and making a noise, but he's dressed in like black cap and like kind of ninja sneaky suit. And it's, and it's on the Island of Alcatraz. So I've mashed those two things up. That's fantastic. Right. I don't know what scene that would be for though. Like, what was he trying to do? Get out of here. I, we're all... <laughs> He's trying to chase off Nicolas
1: Cage. It was a behind-the-scenes shot. Nicolas Cage was trying to steal his sandwich. He chased him off.
0: Oh, I love The Rock so much. I want to watch it right now. Such a great movie. <laughs> all right. Sorry. Umbral bind. Blind, blind, bind. Umbral. Bind. Umbral. Not umbrella. The hell was I thinking? Mayev's I next basic attack cleaves and applies a tether to enemies hit for 2.5 seconds. If a tethered hero moves too far away... They are pulled in like a rubber band right to the center of that thing, and it deals 110 damage, breaking the tether. Uh, it looks like a little bit like Butcher's ult f- with the hook thing deal that holds you in place. It's a good comparison. Yeah. 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 Which is fine.
1: This is my ability that I mess up the most in the time I've played her because it's not you hit it and do a thing. It's a you hit it and it applies to your next basic attack, so you have to remember to hit it then go and hit somebody that you want to apply it to right.
2: um,
1: or at least in the cleave area apply it to and i have messed it up so many times as a result of that yeah
3: no oh, you just press w and walk away and you're like oh, i forgot to auto attack. <laughs> yeah exactly
0: <laughs> so how, how does it leave do you feel like you're left a little bit exposed when you uh, when you use that i mean having to focus on then making sure to auto attack people and not get caught in other crap like how complicated is it or is it not that complicated
1: it's I'm probably making it more complicated than it needs to be but I definitely forget I get so excited about the idea of pulling them back I do exactly what Bo said which is I hit W and start walking away to make sure that the pull happens and then next thing I know it's like oh that that didn't apply to anybody and then I turn around and we'll end up hitting a minion or something and it doesn't do anything because there's now no heroes in range and so I just put it on cooldown for no good reason
2: mm.
1: so it it's good I just need more practice with it because I'm I'm rough with it mm. I did find out you can combine it with your e so if you hit them with that and then e out it counts as them moving out of range of you
0: oh interesting myev's next basic attack cleaves and applies a tether to enemy hero hit for 2.5 seconds a tethered hero moves too far away oh wait that's the one that is the yeah. e so spirit of vengeance and umbral bind.
3: What's the difference? Hold no, there's an accidental miscopy. Oh yeah, we here. got
0: d- doubled up on the copy there. That's what. It All was. right, we got to talk
3: to our intern. You know, it- <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's he's gone.
0: <laughs> How That's- does Spirit of Vengeance like like an escape from what I remember in the video? Yeah, huh? yeah. So
3: it's yeah. um, you trigger uh, a ghosty thing that travels. I can read point. the
0: exact description that I meant to
1: copy. Yeah. Oh, I mean,
3: look, intern, at, look at the fancy our, pants on fancy pants. <laughs>
1: our intern meant to copy uh, whoever that might have been. Right. Uh, Spirit of Vengeance, send a shadow of Maeve outward that will return to its cast location, dealing 100 damage to enemies along both paths, deals 100% more damage to enemy heroes, reactivate to blink to the shadow's location.
0: Okay, so an escape, but also kind of like uh, Chogal's ball that he rolls out and rolls back if you talent it that way anyway. Yeah. Yeah, that seems cool.
1: It's it's a lot like uh, Sylvanas' haunting wave, mm-hmm. except it comes back. Uh, actually, yeah, I, no, think, I that's think that's that, about the best way you that, can describe
3: it. I think the Chogal ball is correct, more correct when mm. it comes back. It's yeah. just instead of exploding, when you activate it, you teleport. You blink. Oh, yeah. uh, Okay. Yeah, no, it seems yeah. it
0: seems useful. Um I like a good get out of dodge move and that seems like a good one because it's it's but, not but just this is a skill
3: combos escape. with your other abilities because you can use it to you can tether someone and then or actually you would press E first uh-huh. to plan the thing tether someone, press E, pull someone into your enemy team lights yeah, out.
0: Which is pretty cool, but mm. also it's just straight up get the hell out of there if you have to. And I like that, but I don't like it when it's a get the hell out of there and that's all it's for. Like some heroes, they just have a get out of here and there's no other reason to have it. Not so much anymore, but there's still a couple like that. I like it when there's like a double use case.
1: Yeah, I would argue hers is just as much for chasing down and engaging as it is for a potential escape. So I think think it can be used both ways, but I would lean on it probably more offensively.
0: Yeah, so like it's the opposite of uh, Muradin's thing. You can use Dwarf Toss to start something if you want and you can beef up that damage and stuff but you you really just save it to get out. Yeah. That's so kind of the opposite of that. Anyway, there's that. Uh, your first ultimate choice or as we often forget in Heroes of the Storm, they call them heroics. Your first heroic? We never say that anymore, do we? Or did we ever say it? I guess we have.
3: I think we've been saying heroic more than ultimates. Have we? Think.
0: I don't know. Yeah, I think we're getting into the habit. Alright, well this first maybe heroic not, Maybe is, not first is called Containment Disc. This it's was... Crystal
3: the Crystal. <laughs> it is Crystal. It is Just Crystal. We kind of we nailed that one, yeah, I think. I you think you're right. Um, you throw... it's, an, it's an ultimate. <laughs> <laughs> you
0: throw a glaive at the target direction. If the enemy hero is hit, uh, the Containment Disc, or Crystal the Crystal, can be reactivated to remove their vision and time stop them for four seconds. Containment Disc usually activates six seconds after hitting a hero. So this is basically... Like the tomb that uh, Illidan was in, right? Yeah. the idea? Okay. There
1: Everybody knows four seconds in hero's times equates to <laughs> 10,000 years in wartime. I
0: love that idea. They're in there for 10,000 years. It's like Patrick Stewart in that episode of TNG where he lives 25 years and blows the flute. Yeah, but they was... pop out and they just start playing the flute. They're like, <laughs> yeah. I've learned it all. <laughs> but he was only on the bridge floor for like 10 minutes. I love that. Yeah anyway that's that uh that seems all right did you use that what'd you think of that i did not try that one hmm. I,
1: I think it, it's, I think it's awesome. the one i should have taken but i did not try it well the other it's
0: one's cocoon. a lot flashier right like Bo, why, why is that the one to take
3: yeah the other one is definitely flashier but cocoon is super powerful like if, if cocoon on a is a really powerful ultimate pull someone out of the fight it's like a lili who's alting a Mouthil who's alting this is similar, but just works differently.
0: Yeah,
3: but you can activate it right away. the The main difference is it's a skill shot, mm. so you've got a melee assassin with an ability like this. So the trade off is, well, you have to hit the person. But when
0: well, a Nuberak just shits it out sideways and hits who uh, it's a, closest. It's point and
3: click. Oh, okay. it's, it's just this white giant booger comes flying out of his nose and just, <laughs> it just hits it. He doesn't miss. He's <clears throat> yeah. super good. I like but, that. But um, this is, it's the same thing. It's really strong. Nice.
0: It's, well, you got to hit those skill shots. Now, the other one we talked about is Warden's Cage. Saying it's the flashier one is an understatement. Uh, you summon eight Warden avatars as a cage around Maiev. They're like a bunch of, I don't know, look like statues staring into the middle of things. After 1.5 seconds, enemy heroes that come in contact with an avatar consume it and are knocked back to the center of the cage. Fills uh, a little rubber bandy. They're just going to get tossed in the middle again. Warden avatars last seven seconds. Um, the minute you bump one, it opens the door and you can get out. So it feels like that one's really cool to look at, but it would be really easy to evade if if I was in there. I don't know why. Maybe maybe not the first one.
3: If you can get around them, yeah. uh, then it won't push you, basically. Yeah, yeah. yeah it so... kind of
1: works with her E if you're going to dive in and do an engage, but you also want a team that can then throw a bunch of stuff in the middle of that because yeah. otherwise you're just, you know... You're kind of the opposite of uh, what's his name from The Watchmen. All of a sudden, you're just in there with a bunch of people that are now all really mad at you because you just altered them. Right. Uh, so you you want a good follow up if you're going to go with Warden's Cage, and I did not have it in the game I played, so it was a lot of me using that, watching them get bumped once and then walk out the other side and just go, "Yeah, I did that."
3: Okay. Too quick. Yeah, it seems weird if if the whole enemy team's in there. It probably won't matter. Right. Well that's what the that's what I want
0: to see have happen. I want to see a scenario where everybody's in there and then and then what? Does a tank just take one for the team, get bounced to the middle, everybody else goes out, the holy maid? Like- well, the
1: video that they showed and granted they're always going to show best case scenario for the videos was that they they threw that there. They threw a bunch of damage in the middle. One got knocked out. Everybody started to go that way. But then Kerrigan knew that's where everybody was going. So that's where she put her stun. Oh. And they all got stunned trying to leave. Okay, So it, it does tell you, hey, this is the path people are going to take. But again, that's a real perfect scenario. Whereas I feel like Containment Disc is much easier to just say, hey, this is going to get value.
0: So it's like her it's her solo R one is solo pick. R two is team pick. I think probably where you're yeah. coordinating more. Yeah, every it's pretty much every character has one weighted one direction or the other. But she also says swear to me, which is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. John's into that for some reason. You want yeah, to? You want Batman? T- okay. Oh yeah, Bat- very Batman. That's true. Swear to me. Oh man. Yeah, I, uh, I'm i excited about her. She'll be here probably next week. She's on the PTR now. We don't know. They haven't said, right? Is it next week?
3: They said the PTR lasts till February 5th, so mm-hmm. probably, definitely next week. Yeah. So she's your newest deal. Coming out.
0: Everybody. Are you going to try her, Scott? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think I'm more than going to try her. I think I want to... I After seeing the video, I haven't played her on the PTR, but after seeing the video and stuff, I I'm
3: convinced she's kind of rad. So... Her are walk animation, everything, that's very cool. Yeah. They've done a really good job with her. You can tell, like, I tried it during mode. you can tell a lot of love went into putting this one together.
0: I agree. They could have really blown it and given her a shower curtain for a costume, but they didn't do it.
1: <laughs> they knew. You You got to them. They said, we can't disappoint Scott. <laughs> yeah. She can't be a shower curtain lady. What? It's
0: still a shower curtain. Well,
3: it's you, just you, that it's
0: fine. It's It's just, it's that, just it's that, that it looks good and doesn't look like a crappy shower curtain that Daniel's wearing in that stupid Halloween scene and <laughs> karate kid
1: karate kid yeah. karate right. kid ruined my ev for Scott.
0: Yeah. My all those years ago, who knew that in 1985 or four or whatever it was, I would still be thinking of it now. Here's the other thing I was just going to say about Watchmen, which I know has nothing to do with this, but you made him Watchmen reference. Yeah. Was that the Dr. Manhattan thing that happened where they all got,
1: put- uh, no, that was, uh, rorschach he got thrown in jail and then he did the thing where he beat up the guy oh. and he said i'm not locked in here with you you're, you're locked, locked in here, in here with me. me
0: yeah yeah that's right okay second thing i was gonna say that's unrelated i didn't know hbo was working on one but they're working on a watchman series i'm stoked, stoked. really stoked yeah.
3: yeah i heard about that i don't know what that's
0: gonna be i don't know what that what they're doing like the there's a new comic series that takes it in all kinds of crazy directions but I really want to know what a TV show looks like. And then how many more inches does that grow Alan Moore's beard as he's in his cave railing against anybody doing anything with his
1: stuff? <laughs> many more inches.
0: Yeah, that's a lot of inches, dude. Be dragging that thing on the floor. Anyway, so there's that. Um, we also got some patch notes. Voice chat is on the PTR. And you say, Well, Scott, what do you mean, voice chat? It's already in the the thing at the the outside client, the 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 launcher. Oh, yes, that's true. But now. And very controversially, if you'll remember when this was announced at BlizzCon or wherever, uh, voice chat straight up in the game, Overwatch style. How do we feel now about it? There was a lot of poopa when it got announced, Bo, but but here we are on the (laughs) other end of it. Are we still freaking
3: out or are we cool with it? uh, We're still cool with it to be seen. TBD. Mm. (laughs) We want it in the game. We know we want it to make chatting with strangers easier because the presumption is the games will be better um but it really just depends on what our player average player quality is going to be like so yeah. the ball's in your court blizzard has done uh made the game is trying to make the game as best as possible as fully featured as possible you got an awesome feature remains to be seen if you know i'm hearing stuff i don't like it's going off
0: i just can't i can't do those ones where it's like hey guys i'm i'm really good at such and such what do you need mom Uh oh, and there's like tv on the back like i don't want that guy oh you mute them <laughs>
3: yeah as fast <laughs> as i can I, serious I, players only I, yeah. I
0: didn't use
1: voice chat on xbox live i'm not going to use it in heroes of the storm yeah that's that's the sad reality so but for our teams I, when we're playing
0: five of us we would use it like why oh not?
1: yeah, yeah. I I will use it with friends. I'm not going to use it with strangers. Yeah, it'll I'm not using it in quick match. Permanently but... disabled.
0: Yeah, but
3: it'll it'll be a lot easier because I'm too lazy to type when I start a match. Hey, do you know who this is playing with you in Heroes of the Storm? <laughs> but on voice chat, I'd be like, Hey, guess who it is? They'd be like, Oh, that voice is <laughs> Goreth and everyone's gonna carry me. It'd yeah. be great. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. It's gonna be great.
0: That's how it'll go. And
3: then wh- one guy is gonna be like, "Who's that guy?" I think he sucks. And then the rest of the team's gonna report him.
0: That's right. It
1: should be. <laughs> I'll mute him. Yeah. Uh, that this is on the PTR, but it is not going. They've already said it is not going to be in the next patch.
0: Yeah, we won't get this next week. Oh, so you won't get it next week. You're gonna have to deal with Mayev and all of her whatever yammering on with people from yeah, from afar. You're not gonna be able to hear him. <laughs> uh let's see what else target info panel target info panel has been introduced to allow players to investigate a unit's gameplay stats in real time again i think uh a uh blizzcon announcement we get some fruition on that which is cool uh get to
3: roll investigation checks yeah (laughs) basically yeah uh battleground objective
0: counters all battlegrounds with turn and mechanics Blackheart's bay tomb of the spider queen booty coffers in uh, uh all the heroes brawl stuff will now show a visual indicator when a team's gathered objective count is high enough to complete a turn in. So when you have enough coins, you're yep. going to know now in a more meaningful way.
1: Yeah. It's kind of like the uh, little trick you can see on uh garden of terror, where if the little plant in the lower right is open, that means there is potentially enough seeds on the battlefield to get a turn in. If it's closed, then there
0: isn't, they're yeah. going to,
1: I don't know what they're putting in visually. I haven't looked at that yet, but yeah. there's going to be a way to look at the thing and know, Hey, they got turned in.
0: Yeah. Do we know if that is supposed to show up next week or is that a also uh-huh. that is next
1: week. Everything but voice chat is next
0: week. Okay. That's cool. Uh, there's updated art assets for better readability. Uh, for example, Abathur's crown icon for hats, Tychus's minigun, uh, targeting, reticules, etc. It's always nice. Little, uh, quality of life stuff there. Uh, the Triglav Protector has been buffed. What the hell is that?
1: It's the Protector from uh, Volskaya. Oh! Volskaya
0: Industries. The robot. Duh. I knew that. <laughs> the the robot.
1: don't so rarely <laughs> call it by its actual name. Yeah. Uh,
0: the two-man robot. I Sure. I already like yeah. those, so I, I, came, I came around on those pretty quick. I think that map's no, pretty the great. The
3: Protector's buffed in a fundamental way in that if you one-man it, you get less damage now, right? Oh. Uh, yeah. We'll
1: gain 10 armor and 25% increased damage if both the pilot and gunner seats are
0: occupied. Interesting. That's an yes. interesting way to deal with that because there's already this... We talked about it before, like this, what's the motivation for the second guy to get in there? Sometimes you're better off just staying on the battlefield and doing your damage it that way, but that's an interesting way to tweak that. Um, it I, got
1: almost a 1,000 base health increase. Sheesh. Uh and health scaling has been increased by 10%. Yeah.
0: What if and uh Chogal gets in there? Anything?
1: <laughs> I, then you have Chogal in there. That sucks. I hate <laughs> <laughs> you have gained a Chogal in there. That's, yeah. congratulations. That's
0: you, you have gained plus one to Chogal.
1: <laughs> you have lost an extra person <laughs> than any other comp. Oh, except in,
0: in those vehicles, though, it doesn't matter what the vehicle, the, the Gall can still. F- uh yeah
3: i say chogal should put that on its shoulders that should be a rule <laughs> and he just it. carry it. <laughs> uh, just both that. legs like right here it's like
0: <laughs> i love that idea not gonna happen yeah. but i love it uh gray main mouth ale ontario all received some attention uh, to help with talent diversity nothing too huge there but uh that stuff's happening okay let's take a moment to talk about a thing that i'm glad that hasn't happened to heroes of the storm but it can sure happen to any other moba out there and that is we're finally hitting uh a point I think where players have sort of picked their poison people know what they like to play and anything more than three or four popular MOBAs in the market means you've got a uphill battle to, to, to do there and it turns out in rapid succession we are losing two relatively new MOBA games with their own spins uh, first was Paragon from Epic Studios and from those guys who do Smite I think
1: I forget. No, who am I, I thinking think of?
0: Smite. Not Smite. Who am I thinking of? What
3: game am I, am I thinking of? Fortnite, games, uh, Paragon. I guess I am thinking of I mean, Fortnite. I
1: mean, Paragon is ending because, in part, Paladins. because they're they're shifting focus to work on uh, the battle royale for Fortnite.
0: Oh, that's okay. You are right. It is Epic. So this is Epic's. Uh, basically, it was like a. It's a third person, uh, but kind of behind the shoulder shootery based MOBA. It's a straight up MOBA in lots and lots of ways. That is being phased out, disconnected. Their reasoning in their letter was not enough players to make it a viable experience for people. Then today, I think today or yesterday, Gigantic, which is really pretty new, like tail end of last year, uh, which was, again, a third-person MOBA-like experience with this kind of unique monster thing to it. I played it a few times, thought it was cool. It was nothing that was going to take me away from Heroes, but it was, you know, it was all right um gone done same deal july is the last month you can play that game in paragon's case any money you spent in the game on heroes gems whatever their all their currencies and stuff are skins any money you spent there you're getting refunded if you played paragon
1: yeah that's crazy and that game has been out for a while too wow it's it's not a case of uh I don't even remember what was that game that came out and just closed up Oh it was the the Marvel
0: Heroes for uh yeah for but console.
3: Paragon was in beta
0: Yeah Oh that's right But that's like two right. but Par- like two years of beta or something right
3: But they have a company to they have to still think about the goodwill to engender from an unreleased game yeah, having yeah. Been all that money taken away yeah. I think they had to do it. I think to to maintain a stellar reputation they had to do
0: They're that. also they're also a, a huge company now owned by a gigantic chinese conglomerate with very deep pockets and they are making money hand over fist with battle royale right now like crazy yeah. money so i think it's not only a great gesture of goodwill but also i think they could afford it in this case and that's good so it's a wait are they win.
3: giving full refunds or just exchange credits Sorry. full
0: full sure. refunds is what they said in their like statement
3: cash back in your hands
0: correct refunds for any money you spent in the game i think oh. you have to you know seek it go you know a request and say yeah I want to do it I think but they, there's no questions asked they just do it. Hmm.
1: I think it's a hard sell if they didn't do something like that to say hey we just took all this money for Paragon now check out our Battle Royale on Fortnite thing and give us
3: money. Give them credit in the Epic store because there's an Epic launcher. No that's um, true
0: but there's only really yeah. one other game that's worthy of any of that and that's the Fortnite thing. So you, yeah. would, you would have to assume well, that's what that, i
3: mean spend the money get more people playing Fortnite. yeah because you know it's like well i've got 50 on my epic account maybe i'll spend check out this Fortnite game and spend it there it seemed, it, it's it, cool it, that they're giving it back i guess
0: that works if they're okay with the genre the genre <laughs> the genre switch <laughs> the genre. <laughs> so if they're <laughs> they're jumping from they're jumping from what they liked which was a moba to a thing which is this you know pubg uh yeah th- the experience that may not they may not jive with a lot of players. I think this was the right thing to do. If they can, if they can do it, they, they should do it, and it looks like that's what they're doing. Um, in the case of Gigantic, I don't know on the money part, but similar deal. Not enough players, can't make the matching work. It's not a great experience. The money's, you know, the backers don't want to back it anymore. Their final patch is like in a couple of days, and then they phase the whole thing out in July. So there you go. Now, the reason I bring that up, or the reason I think it was important for us to talk about today, is we are definitely getting to a point where that sat, we're hitting that little saturation edge on MOBAs where I, I don't know that the market can handle too many and handle them well. And if there's only one company who can come into an already established 2 tent pole kind of industry the way it was with uh, League and Dota, it's Blizzard. Outside of that, I don't know anyone else who can even poke their head in here right now. Yeah, smaller... I would even
1: argue as good as heroes is, it only it only manages to be in the three because it's got blizzard behind it uh and i mean I don't mean that just as a financial like they're the ones supporting it, but I mean that as everything that that name and content that that brings to the game um but i I think even heroes has had to bust its butt to get what it has
0: I a hundred percent agree so. I'm really glad that that's who's doing the game we're playing because I love it so much and prefer it so much to the others. That in the hands of a lesser, smaller, whatever, if they were trying to compete in that space, it'd be gone by now. They just wouldn't be doing it because why would you? Blizzard has the has reasons. To, they they have reasons to do it, and there there are many, and they you know we don't have to go into them here. But it's good that they're doing it. So hallelujah is what I'm saying, and I'm I'm so glad this isn't Paragon or Gigantic
3: today. Yeah, yeah. It's it, I heard I saw an interesting article on Polygon today too. Theory crafting or was it Polygon or the other one? The Donkey. other one they own. I can't remember. <laughs> Cruncher Tech Crunch, maybe. Oh. I don't know. But I saw an interesting article of theory crafting that Microsoft could buy Valve. Mm. Whoa. um And like, it's not it's not a thing that's happening, but. And Valve is notoriously reticent about selling or giving up control, and
1: they also do not like Microsoft. Yeah, yeah,
3: Gabe has been you know vocal about not liking Microsoft. But if you think about it, Microsoft, you know, whoever would buy that Valve would have Dota two and the largest PC market, the only and Counter Strike and a million other things. Like they, Yeah, yeah, like it'd be a big play for a big company. Yeah. And even Blizzard, you know, they have their hands with, you know, they're associated with the Activision and who knows what else is going on there. Right. I don't think there's like,
0: any, I don't think there's any chance that ever actually happens. And my main reason for thinking no. that is they don't even want to go public with Valve. Like they mm-hmm. are a still a proprietorship. They don't have any public trading for their company. It's ridiculous at the level of money they have that they're not a publicly traded company, but they really don't want to do it yeah and so i'm yeah i'm
3: this, not saying it's a good idea i'm saying oh yeah. oh like we all laughed about there'll never be another star wars movie george lucas stuffed <laughs> the ip in his pants and he's gonna take it to his coffin and we're never gonna see another <laughs> thing uh, and nope disney bought it yeah george lucas like i'm out that's the ip Do what you want with it and you know maybe one of these days game's gonna be like i'm 80 i just want Nice. five thousand cores on my pc <laughs> right. how much will that cost me and it'd be like 50 billion dollars i'll sell valve to get a fifty thousand core computer and you know it's possible and microsoft, it might be what he wants to do with yeah. these 80
0: microsoft 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 would have the bank for it <laughs> they could afford it and they've done <laughs> weirder things so i mean they paid what 2.5 billion for for minecraft just, yeah just yeah. for minecraft yeah. well mojang came with that but they weren't doing anything but minecraft
3: yeah, they took they took they got Minecraft with Mojang and they scraped Mojang off and threw it in the garbage. <laughs> well, they had that
0: they, they had that. We really cool, didn't want this crap with it, but okay. They had that cool uh, card-based turn-based thing they were working on called Scrolls, scrolls. or something. Yeah. And then the minute the purchase happened, it was like, yeah, we're qu- we're not doing Scrolls. I'm like, f you guys, you bastards! I really wanted to see that. They didn't do hey, it, guys. What if we just Minecraft all the time? No. Please no. My son was playing that last night, and I'm glad it still exists, and I'm glad it's a thing. But I can't but even. You know look what at the that. hardest
3: thing? Oh, sorry. I'm no, go ahead.
0: You. No, go ahead. What are you gonna say? I
3: was just gonna say what the hardest thing about Microsoft buying Steam would be is that my library is so big in there, I won't be able to leave.
0: Oh yeah, no. <laughs> I'll
3: have, I'll have, yeah, like think about all the games you have. It's no, there's so no way I'd be able to leave.
0: There's no way they'd have to. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. They'd have to do a good job with it. They can't Skype it. They'd have to do something else because the way they've treated Skype is a abomination and that's a bad handling of a thing you purchase so if microsoft bought steam i would i'd have some concerns but i don't think it's gonna happen steam is too i think steve may steam can make too much money they don't need microsoft to do it and if i don't think gabe gets to make a decision like that on his own either i think there'd have to be all kinds of talk and stuff so i don't know who knows
3: it kind of it kind of makes me glad for the uh the blizzard launcher and how well they've been Curating the content on there, I find. I they're agree. Still,
0: still did a good job with it. I agree. There's some who say they think they'll see Call of Duty on there next year, but I don't think they will. I don't think they're ever doing that. I think. Uh, I think the Destiny thing was a fluke, not a fluke, but a, a one timer deal.
1: I don't know. Fluke might have been the right answer. Yeah, <laughs> maybe yeah. fluke
3: is what I mean. Maybe... If they, I wonder what happens if Destiny Two keeps getting the bad rep it does. Like if it, if they're like, we're taking it off. Possibly. <laughs> it off the... <laughs> this is really killing the Blizzard brand with your very poor handling of things apparently according to what i'm reading uh, on the internet it's like although uh... maybe
1: there's a weird reverse like just to look at it from a weird perspective maybe they look at it and they say well we got all these people who downloaded our platform to play a bungee game (laughs) and then now they're mad at it because they didn't they didn't do right by the game or the players and now they're looking at this launcher with all these other games on there maybe they just jump over i don't feel like playing destiny i'm too angry yeah <laughs> i'm gonna go play uh starcraft 2 maybe
0: maybe maybe you just maybe will just call hey bobby Kodak. yeah this is uh this is mike morheim how's it going oh good okay great anyway hey i was just wondering can we just take this off of here like i wonder what the process is like how do you get once you've agreed to do this like what meetings have to happen that say we're taking destiny 2 off the launcher that would be interesting i'd like to be a fly on that wall <laughs> you know be interesting yeah, so would I. yeah this
3: reminds me of the 151st Ferengi law of acquisition by the way oh tell us uh, please share it so, sometimes what you get free costs entirely too much
0: oh man those guys are brilliant with their big ears and their whatnot smart smart race of uh fine business capitalists uh
3: <laughs> honest and have integrity that's in right their dealings
0: uh lunar new year's back everybody exciting news although I know at least one of us has some misgivings about some of the skins, but anyway.
1: (laughs) One of us is a Grinch. Yeah,
0: (laughs) kind of. What is the version? What is the Chinese New Yorker's Grinch? Do they have their version of that? Is there such a thing? There probably is. It's
1: Arthas Menethil. (laughs)
0: Okay, great. Um, As part of this, you have the release of Maeve, of course, and all of her skin variations for her launch. But you also then have the Lunar Festival Chess, which include a bunch of new skins uh what do we think of these bo let's start with you i know you got some kale thos questions <laughs> how are you feeling what do you think it's just
3: not great i mean it looks eh. you know what i here's the thing just personal it's a personal taste thing it's not an objective thing lunar skins not a big fan we just had robot stuff and i'm like yes and now it's like here's your fabulous linens and, and and like circly shapes on your things and i'm like meh really mega man there's so many yeah like like the Leeming skin's pretty good from last year i kind of dug that one yeah i think it's just because it had an animated cloth on the back and it looked neat yeah um
1: the new sylvanas looks like rogue from x-men
0: uh let's see if i can find her what
1: here. you just had it up
0: oh is that sylvanas yeah oh i thought this was uh I I thought this was um uh what's her name husband what well, uh, there it is Teronda I thought it was Teronda I had to put no, uh, I had to have some Malfurion I had to have Malfurian dialogue in my head to remember her name that's so dumb <laughs>
3: but uh, no, I, okay All I right. tried it in the store I mean it looks nice they put a lot of work into it if you like it you should get it I'll probably get one but like it's not it's not not, not, I just don't like the aesthetic. These Lee Ming the these Li Ming skins are just aren't these just variations of last year's?
1: Yeah, there's some recolors for Lee Ming and Jaina and Illidan. and rare skins which has a new Cassia and a new uh that I really like uh Zul'jin skin.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Can we talk about the horror that is the golden recolor? Oh my gosh,
0: dude. <laughs> oh wait, this so Zul'jin Zul scroll- this Zul'jin is badass though. Wow.
1: Yeah, the Zul'jin's really cool. Yeah,
0: I like that a lot. Now, wait, let's look at this. Let's look at the (laughs) Asmodan. The Asmodan looks like cooked beef. What's going on?
3: (laughs) I'm not sure how this represents the Lunar New Year. (laughs) It looks like somebody peeled his skin off with a razor. It's like, ah, bloody and red. I fell asleep in the tanning bed. I love China.
0: (laughs) I like my steak rare. I think
1: the Genji looks rad, too. I I like... I would say I'm in favor of more of these than I am opposed.
3: I'm happy to have the matting skins. That that'll be the extent of my compliment. The fireworks <laughs> the fireworks
0: looking mount is cool. Um and I think the dog one's freaky and I don't want to ride it.
3: i like the dog one because it's terrifying i feel like we got the dog one because you've been watching too much anime i feel like somehow it's a cosmic punishment i think you're right (laughs) (laughs) i think you're
0: right i am being punished for that i've been way into anime lately and these guys are probably sick of me talking about it but i'm constantly like oh no
3: no it's been fun it's been a fun journey
0: i found one today called um (laughs) listen to me i found a new one today um called (laughs) it's called it's made by those Sedonia people, Bo, that you that you told me about the Sedonia one.
2: Okay, um, it's Was the it same Blame?
0: same director. Yeah, Blame. Uh, so yeah, I'm Blame is at, awesome. Blame is really cool. And the and it's I good. I saw uh, they have a movie too, which is also very cool.
3: I'm oh, imp- there's a TV show. I've only seen the movie.
0: Yeah, there's a well. If it's not a TV show, it's like a, some episodes or maybe a few. Ah, I'd have to go look it up.
3: I saw a movie. I saw a movie. The movie movie on Netflix. Yeah,
0: the movie's rad. It is so rad. Yeah, totally. I really enjoyed the movie. Those weird little crawling, uh, freaking assassinator deals, and and like the the weird food they eat that looks like gold bricks, (laughs) Lego. It looks
3: like gold Lego. Yeah, gold Lego food. You put a little gold Lego in water, and it multiplies into the giant thing of food.
0: The old guy that says, "Let me," I'll be honest. Every time he starts a sentence, and I just love it. Uh, What's uh, wrong with me? Something's wrong with me. I don't know what happened. Suddenly, I'm it's, all into it.
1: They're pulling you in. They got you. They got the hooks.
0: <sighs> the hooks are in. They're indeed. The,
3: the, the, the manga artist or manga artist behind Blame and um, Knights of Sidonia is is known for his like architectural work. Like those yeah. anime in particular have like lots of vistas and like mm-hmm. these weird sci-fi areas. It's like one of his hallmarks, yeah. and it's just incredible. That's yeah, what I, I like.
0: That's what I like the most. It's just world building taken to like the tenth level. It's super cool. And those helmets they wear. Badass.
3: Anyway, and they're dirty. Everything has like poo stains on it and yeah. stuff too. It's like Star Wars. Ones.
0: Star Wars, dirty, scuffy, and yep. and nasty. But like white armor, but like all scuffed up. I love it. It's really. Give good.
3: me, give me some, give me some Knights nice of Sidonia skins, please.
0: Yeah, do that. Why not? You did your stupid uh, Sailor Moon bullcrap with Lee Ming. Let's do something with that.
3: <laughs> Let's have an anime New Year. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! I'll never do that. <laughs> I mean, you know, they
0: have their fans there. They have to, right? There's got to be. Oh, they do. I
3: know. I've seen Blizzard employees tweet like crazy about that stuff. But like, it's yeah. I mean, there's a particular aesthetic to what we're talking about too. But I don't want any like super buggy eyed Sylvanases or anything like that. I got a
0: text, not text, a tweet from lashes and from somebody else over there. I
3: forgot on the PR team.
0: Anyway, I was talking about how I just finished (laughs) Devil Man Crybaby. (laughs) Uh-huh. <laughs> and they were stoked. They were like, "It's so good! Oh my gosh, it's so good!" And I'm like, oh, "Okay, well at least Blizzard people like this stuff." I don't know. I don't know if I liked what I just saw, but
3: I think uh, I did. Yeah, you
0: you continue down the down the
1: path though.
3: Yeah, you keep searching till you find the anime that's right for you. There's one for everyone. Yeah, it might be you know people in rocket ships shooting each other. It might be, you know, a, a gossip club at a high school. Like, you know, children, teenagers going through awkward years. It, I gotta get.
0: There's this uh, Star Blazers uh, reboot thing from. I because I watched Star Blazers when I was when I was a kid and I loved oh, it. Ship to ship combat and all that. And there's big. Basically, they're big boats in space. And uh there's some big redo of that. And I gotta get my hands on it. I can't find an English dub, which is what I really like is English dubs, but.
1: You know what I want from is this is an anime, but it's same vein in heroes. Yeah. I have wanted it since they put Carl Jim in the game. I want a I want a mount where you know how Aang used to do the air ball and he would ride around on top of it. Oh,
0: right. Yeah,
1: I want that as a mount. Yeah, I want to summon a cool little airball and ride around on top.
0: that would of be it. really cool. Oh, that shows really good, too. I mean, it's hard to call it anime, but it's got its roots in it for sure. Yeah. Oh. See, now I'm all excited to watch dumb stuff. Anyway, oh, I watched started watching that shampoo deal. We can talk about this later. This is a bad for Samurai Shampoo. Yeah. It's a dumb name. I don't like saying it. I don't like saying shampoo. No, it's not a fun name to say. I no. like saying it. Shampoo.
3: Uh, don't feel embarrassed. Or Cham- Champloo. 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 Cha- Champloo. Well, yeah, if you're Japanese. Champ- if, yeah, but you can say it that way. It's you're, what they if, say in the show
0: title. If it's me, I see samurai shampoo. Champlu is what I see. And it makes me mm. want to kick it, kick somebody.
3: I hate it. Yeah, but then you you watch the sweet sword stylings of the samurai and glasses. But even the Monkey Man. But you're even, like, ah, oh, <laughs> who cares what it's called? It's great. But even in like that blame one, that's a dumb name. Blame with an exclamation point.
0: Blame. What are we talking What it, is it, that? It,
3: mean, it means something in Japanese. Like there's a weird one that no, I, I like. It's called... your fault. <laughs> yeah. No, it just it's just it's the sound of a word, probably in kanji or something like that. I don't that's like why it.
0: I don't like it. All of them are dumb that way.
3: Man, well, you don't like a lot of things. We're learning since since you met Softhead. You've been on a real like, <laughs> I don't like this. I don't like Something really got under your skin.
0: Well, uh, this is a good time to remind everybody, by the way. Uh, tune in for the There Will Be Dungeons this weekend, 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern, our second session in our Dungeons and Dragons-based post-apocalyptic adventure. Uh, Bo is DMing this business, and me and John and Kyle and Kristen are all there. And man, the feedback from our first one was so off the charts. I'm not honestly, I'm a little sh- taken aback by it. Uh, people are really, really raving. So if you want to find out what the hubbub's about, go to therewillbedungeons.com and check it out. Uh, it's on podcast and video and all kinds of stuff too. So if you want to get it other ways, you can certainly do that. But we would love it when you come live. So check us out this weekend if you can. Frogpants.tv is the place, or like I said, therewillbedungeons.com. Okay. That's the end of that business. How about one of these? We got an email from Tony. He sent us an email at the following email address, core at heroes 4 you.com, and he says this. Hey, guys, TLDR, we should be able to pick where we exit our Nidus Worms so players don't get stuck in a bush. He goes on to explain. Do you guys think uh, Blizzard can or will update Nidus Worms so you can select where the damn thing exits? I continuously get stuck when exi- ex- exiting if, my, if I place my worm in a narrow bush or nook on the map. Uh, this ruins the ability when you can't get out of your worm because the game keeps sending you into a wall. And this has been an annoyance for me what seems like forever. Uh, and with the addition of Blaze, meaning Blaze the character, and his bunker, it seems like Blizzard could update it so we could pick the exit point from the worm. Thoughts? P.S. Butcher should get an American football skin. Tony.
1: Only if he has a meat helmet
0: oh shut up like all stitched together that's a uh-huh. great idea and painted like a cool texture paint on it like they put the logo on the meat oh yeah that's a good idea all right i'm in i'm in on this this terrible idea uh yeah why not why can't i pick my exit in the, in the i don't i barely even take the damn thing because of because of
3: my gut tells me i'm pretty sure there's a ui challenge there mm. Um, because the bunker there's just one bunker, not four. And with Nidus Network, you can have, I think, as many as ten. Whoa! Really? Simultaneously on the map. I didn't know that. When I mean, you have a cooldown, so you can't just plop ten right away. But the total amount, I think, is capped at ten. Yeah. So generally, when you're getting out of the worm, I think you click on it.
0: Have you been in a game where ten of those have been scattered everywhere? That seems. Crazy. Oh yeah, oh, I've been. God. I've been the cigar. With 10. <laughs> <That's great. laughs> i mean the high. enemy team has to be really
3: bad <laughs> you know to not find any of your creepy crap yeah and so yeah. undisciplined that they don't clear it um but they exist and mm. those kind of good times can be had on occasion interesting um, but
0: if you had the problem with what he's describing where you're having you know you're just basically giving somebody a crappy dead end yeah you get
3: stuck and stuff i mean it is a thing but i just think it's we're adding an extra layer like you think you click on the nightest worm, you want to exit when you're in them yeah so now with the bunker, you click on the ground when you're in the container. Yeah. But it's a weird, this is a weird container because most containers like, because they have the new UI showing you're in something, Yeah. you're in one thing. But in this case, you're in up to 10 different things simultaneously on the map. So I just think there's probably a UI challenge, an yeah. intuitiveness challenge with that. Yeah. Uh, that being said, sure, it, you should be able to, a, a, a Zagara player is going to want to have maximum control over all the things they do. And that is an area of opportunity. I agree. Uh, so I'm for it. I just imagine that's probably the challenge. Well, I think
0: like all challenges. Good luck, everybody. Who
3: <laughs> well, good luck with that. Yeah. With that listener. Good luck with that, one, everyone.
0: Yeah. I, I mean, I hope Blizzard does something to address it. I don't I didn't know people were getting stuck. I just never take it. So it's always yeah. maw for me. You,
3: you, you get stuck if you put it in one of those weird cracky corners. Mm hmm. Cracky corn. I was like, "What's a cracky, cracky corn, um, but you know, like this little path, like a cursed hollow that you can hide in. You know, you put a sneaky, a sneaky worm in, in the in the. In the, yeah. What's the word I'm looking for? The alleyway, let's say. Yeah, when you slip a worm in the alleyway,
0: I've heard that euphemism before. I'm sure. <laughs> when you slip,
3: when you slip a worm in the alleyway, because uh-huh. not up enough room like to get that Asmodan skin, <laughs> you might get out on the wrong side, uh-huh. and it's hugely inconvenient. So I think sure. I've been there. Yeah, the cracky
0: um, corner. That's where you send the police when things are getting weird.
3: But the thing is, just get back in and get back out. I think it randomly puts you somewhere else. I don't know the mechanics well, exactly. That's what I was
0: going to ask. Because if you did get stuck, it just poops you out in another exit like another uh
3: well you can you can get in the worm that is there and just jump right back out of the same worm you don't have to travel through the network uh because you heal mana while you're in the in the right well you heal and regain lots of mana in the worm
0: Oh, that's true like a mana worm Uh, Hey, there you go. There's your email. Oh, John, any thoughts on the Nidus Canal uh, network deal? You...
3: <laughs> on the Nidus
1: Canal? Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. so many thoughts. So many. Yeah. Uh, no, I never... I actually only played Zagara when that was a thing nobody took. Yeah. So I have never played a game with Nidus Network.
0: I don't think I have either that I've picked it. I've played it where I've seen it prop up, but I don't play it. So, yeah, I want to maw people. That's what that's what's up. Yeah, I want to get four people trapped in a big, like, above-ground freaking zerg vagina and have it just go and smash them all into one big ball and have them come out later going oh shit what did we miss oh you missed your two other players dying jackass see that's
3: the way you play zagara <laughs> yeah we should make that a custom spell for you in D maybe yeah that'd be cool yeah, Now that I think about it, I'm like, mm, is there a giant vagina spell in d and d I don't know. <laughs> probably not, I'm thinking. We, we could probably make our own, though,
0: so. I don't think if you open 5th edition rule books, you'd find <laughs> that there, I'm thinking.
3: They probably
1: wouldn't call it that. They'd give it something. Mordenkine's giant vagina. <laughs> <laughs>
0: name all right that's gonna do it for the show if you guys want to see oh, do we know are kyle and Kristen around tonight i didn't even
3: check I saw oh, i've already. seen them
1: in the chat
0: so i think we're gonna do it all right we're gonna play some with our team league team um what, what we play who knows till we get there but uh last week i lost a an advancement match let's see what happens tonight uh right after the show so if you want to stick around and watch that that'd be great i did turn off the 60 frames thing so you shouldn't have any lag everything should be good on your end those of you watching the show Uh, it's going to do it for us. Now, don't forget if you like this show and you like what we're talking about all the time, uh, be a deer and head on on over to patreon.com slash core show. That's patreon.com slash core show and support the show. You get dear Martha letters in the mail. You get all kinds of rad, cool stuff. Uh, have some new ideas coming as well. So watch for that. Uh, patreon.com slash core show. We really appreciate the support you guys give us there. It's helping us do rad new things with the show. heroes youcom is our website. And as always, find us on Twitter, CoreHeroes, John underscore Jagger, Scott Johnson, and Bo Schwartz. That's going to do it for us, for me, for Bo, for John. We'll see you next time. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com.
3: That's a good question.
2: Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made ByHeart a better formula for formula. Learn more at Byheart.com.
1: Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part?